www.audioaudio.com. Hey guys, it's Justin. All of our podcasts are finally up on iTunes, so go check us out. Today on the Garage Athletes Podcast, we talk with Kristen Pope and Elise Metz about macros, why they count them, and why you should too. Oh, and Pop-Tarts. Put the You'll put on. it somewhere. If you had somewhere. It. Maybe in the middle. It doesn't fit over the headphones. So, break, so yeah. break to nothing. So I'm not break allowed to, to call you Popeye? Please don't. Okay. All right. <laughs> Edward, oh. when I was on the way here, he was like, I'm going to tell the announcer to call you that. I was like, no, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> he was that. like, okay. Stop it. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> All right. Hey, we are here. Another episode of GarageAthletes.com podcast. I am your host, Justin Metz, with my co-host slash uh, producer slash camera guy slash oh. awesome person, Nick Rhodes. <laughs> Hello. We've got the lovely Elise Metz here, Hello. who I am related to by marriage. <laughs> and, yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> and we have got Kristen Pope. Hey. Pope Hello. Dart. So um, today, well, we're going to talk about a couple things. Um, Kristen has kind of a, a cool, fun, unique story, um, as does Elise. And uh, um, so we're going to talk about nutrition, about macros, um, and uh, just all kinds of stuff, whatever comes up with. But Kristen, uh, why don't you introduce yourself to the podcast community um, and tell us. Um, I always ask when someone's on, I ask them, if, if I were going to make a Pope sandwich, a Pope tart, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> what would the ingredients be? Uh, well, I'm Kristen Pope. I'm 25. I started out here at CrossFit Garage as a CrossFitter, and now I'm a full-time weightlifter. After playing musical states this last year, I'm back in Georgia. I train at Coffee's Gym, and I've recently quit my job to pursue online nutrition programming, and... So, so you those were, are the basics. yeah, those, that's the broad, yeah, that's the big brushstroke. Um, so you, yeah, you played musical states for a little bit. So you were here, you were there, you're moving around. Um, you, you train with uh, Travis Mash and the Mash Mafia for a little bit out there, and um, yep. who I'm, I'm wearing the shirt. So, big props to Travis. Um, for a little bit, how long were you out there for? I lived in North Carolina about three months. Okay, and then just couldn't take it anymore and had to come back to Georgia because yeah. you don't. Because you're more of a bulldog girl, or why it would just just nothing there. Um, yeah, I'm is not it really rough? a farm girl? <laughs> really, so it was just because there's nothing out there. It was like your main reason. Um, we did, we lived in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and and you, but you you've been here your whole life. So yeah. was was it weird moving out there into this new area? And like, I'm sure it was probably exciting, but also kind of like weird at the same time. Moving out like literally to pursue your weightlifting career. Yeah, it was intimidating making like 24 7 all about lifting so that put a lot of pressure on it and i just all around wasn't that happy <laughs> and realized i wanted to come home realize you like doing it um as well you like you love weightlifting obviously right but right. when you turn something that you love into like a job yeah, suddenly it's not it quite as cool <laughs> yeah. yeah and it's i fun. wasn't doing as well fun. Isn't the way it always is? Right, yeah. Is that how you feel There's about camera work? No, I've, I, but I have to work really hard to not do that. I gotta, yeah. you know, anytime it gets like that, you just got to like don't do stuff why that's do. that way and right. get rid of it. Fix it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's what you did. You fixed it, yeah. and you came back and um, kind of you know went back and forth here and there. And uh, you're at Coffee's now. You're training with Edward Baker um, yep. under – what are you under? Are you under Coffee's – gym team or are you under texas barbell because edward's part of that isn't he the women compete for coffee's gym and men compete for texas barbell oh, it's so, a partnership so edward and john have like this little like thing worked out then is that is that yeah what it it's is? ursula ursula sends the girls to john and john sends the guys to ursula that's how it works mm, that's like some weird <laughs> like some weird sexual thing or <laughs> john yeah john loves his john women. coached ursula for i don't know how long oh did he back I in actually the day and now she's in texas so she wants to continue to grow the legacy she was a part of so that's yeah, why so she sends the girls to john if no one's heard of of Ursula, um, she is she's really big time in weightlifting. The Texas Barbell Club is huge. They won, I think they won. They uh, won the men's. Last they year. won the men's mm -hmm. last year, and um, did they not win women's too? I thought they like won. Was it year? Or maybe the year before they like won everything. They like swept it. It but might they, have been the year before. I know yeah. they won the men's team last year. 
Yeah, but they, they, they put together a really, really good team out there for sure. So um, check them out. Some good stuff going out there. Um, and then Edward, um, your coach, also does a podcast. We can plug that. Commi- yeah. Commissioners he of Power. Thomas Lauer from Texas Barbell do Commissions of Power, and they get on some really cool people from all over great weightlifters yeah good stuff on there we've been meeting i want to have edward on here too um eventually if we can get make our schedules work right um because he's he's down in texas right now he already went out there yeah so and you leave out when friday 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 morning so um so how did you get in tell me how you got into doing nutrition programming um or just or macros or, or, or tell me about how that got started did you start it yourself or um, well, I, when I was in North Carolina, I had a training partner, Adi. We, uh, that was when it was the most fun, when I had Adi to compete with every day. And isn't she, is she a muscle driver? Uh, she's not. She competes for MASH still. She okay. lives in Canada. Okay. She travels around a lot. Oh, Canada. She's <laughs> She's a Canadian citizen. No. So she came over to the U.S. and trained with MASH for as long as her visa would allow, and then she went back. Um, but she still competes for MASH. Um. Yeah, so I met a D, and we trained together all the time in North Carolina before she had to go back, and she just kept telling me over and over and over, like, we shouldn't be the same class. We shouldn't be the same class because when we stand next to each other, I'm more than a foot shorter than she is. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and It's just totally different body types, but she kept telling me I could do it, and I just told her no over and over and over, and then finally I was like, well, I really want to make the American Open, so all right, whatever, I'll do it. And I had her program for me for a while, and in the process she taught me how she does everything and once i realized that it does work because i was very apprehensive yeah i didn't want to do it at first and i was all about bodybuilding diets and only eating the so what was your skepticism about it in the beginning um that i could eat pop tarts (laughs) 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 and drop away class so i don't know a ton about this but that's like a thing like that's what you started doing shut up and take my money yeah Yeah. Yeah. literally dropped away class eating pop tarts which there's a lot more to it than that but when you tell someone that that they can can eat what they want you can eat whatever you want and you can still meet your goals it's you kind of want to look at them like, no, you're crazy. Yeah, like, yeah shut up. There's no way yeah. that that is a real thing. But that really Yeah, wow. but, but at the same time, I was like, well, I'm already a 63. It's not like I'm going to gain weight by trying this. So I just took a shot on it. and. Well, you could have. <laughs> well. All of a sudden blow up to a plus, a well, super. Yeah. <laughs> Kristen the super. Well, So, so you literally started um, doing this not because you were worried about aesthetics. You were already in great shape, right? Like you, you, know, you weren't worried yeah, about losing care. weight. I'm not one that walks around like paranoid about a the number on the scale or really what i look like i never have been like that so well let's be fair you probably don't look like that or you, you probably don't worry about that because you already had a six pack <laughs> i have had abs at no matter what weight i've been at so for all the fat people out there like i, I just want to stand up play devil's advocate because <laughs> it, it seems like everybody who's like everybody who's got abs and they look great they're like yeah i just don't really worry about what i eat like i'm not worried about what i look like and everybody's like Fuck you. Of course you don't worry what you look like. You look great, asshole. You look like me. You'd be fucking drinking water and eating nothing but broccoli and tuna. Yeah, and never wanting to take your shirt off. (laughs) Yeah, and never wanting to. I love that meme. It's like when you go into the gym and see fit people and you wonder, what are you doing here? You're already done. Yeah, you're done. (laughs) Go home. (laughs) Go have a Pop-Tart. Um, yeah, so, so you just want to do it for, for greedy reasons and not greedy reasons, but from a performance standpoint, you wanted to give yourself a better opportunity to do better in weightlifting. That's only the reason you did it. Yep. So, um, so how, how did that work when you first started? Like, um, and and how did you make that transition from like, oh man, I, I did this, I could do this. I want to help other people. Like what, you know, what, right. And it started out, like, I was learning from a D, like, why she was doing what she was doing with my numbers all the time, like, asking her 5,000 questions every day, because she wanted to teach me, too. She didn't want to just do my programming. She wanted me to learn as well. So you could do it for yourself. Right. And um, I already was, like, growing my following a lot and uh, getting questions from people all the time. What, what are you doing? How are you doing it? And I wanted to be able to answer those questions was the first reason. And then... Like some people had approached me about doing programming and I kept saying, no, 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 no. I have a coach. I don't do my own programming. And then finally I just started, I picked a few guinea pigs, Elise being one of them. And Heidi from (laughs) Port City Barbell is the other one. 
and I was like, I'm going to program for you guys, but I don't necessarily know 100% what I'm doing yet, so <laughs> don't be sales, mad. <laughs> great sales pitch. You want to talk about big but it's trust free. factor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'm doing this for free, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, but you know what that's funny is it's like, you know, you talk about, we've talked about this on podcasts before, people, they go to school, they get the, you know, they get the degree, they do this, you go to a nutrition, um, you get your actual nutrition degree from college, and it, like most nutritionists, maybe I'm going to piss some people off. I don't care. <laughs> I've, it seems like most nutritionists that I find or that I see, they're out of shape and fat. Why is that? Like, do they go to nutrition school or do they go to college for nutrition? Because they're like, well, maybe if I can figure it out, I can get myself not fat. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I still haven't figured that out. But and I probably pissed somebody off. I'm, whatever. I'm sorry. Well, that's like um, the opposite of, you know, don't don't if a. Uh, like don't eat a chef's food if they're not fat, right? Yeah, like yeah. If you're not, if you're a skinny <laughs> chef, like what, what are you doing, right? Yeah, so, exactly. But yeah. the opposite side of don't that, like trust if you're a fat nutritionist. A right. Nutritionist, what's going on? Yeah, or a fat trainer. Yeah. A fat trainer. Um, yeah. So that yeah, was I a big part a of it. Getting started was doing a lot of trial and error, and everything I seemed to do worked very rapidly for both Elise and Heidi. Yeah. So you don't have a background. I mean, you've been no. an athlete your whole life. Yes. You you were a high level gymnast and gymnast coach. Um, and I mean, you've, you've kind of done something your whole life, but you didn't really have a background in nutrition per se. Right. I mean, your father is a, a pretty, um, is a pretty well-to-do bodybuilder yes. and I'm not, you know, I know he's given you. Right. And he does nutrition too. programming too, but it is the bodybuilding diet yeah. and he does meal plans. So I already knew a lot about nutrition, just not this particular way of doing things. But it's kind of cool because it, it sh this should make people realize like, okay, this isn't rocket science. Like it's, it's. Just about as simple as, you know, if you want to lose weight, let's put you at a deficit. But the problem with most people going to deficit is they don't actually know how much of a deficit they need to have. It messes with right. their hormone levels. Right. And then the next step up from that is making sure that you're getting the right amount of protein, fat, and carbohydrates in, which is, you know, almost as important as the calories when you're worried about messing with your hormone levels. Right. And muscle loss is a big part of it, too, because a lot of people lose weight and then they're results will go down and then so they get frustrated and then they'll just go back to what they were doing before and now they're just putting on fat after yeah. they've lost their muscle yeah <laughs> exactly yeah so they just they're going up and down and up and down and that's and that's enough to make people completely be turned off by something like that so right um oh donovan conrad <laughs> hey what's up donovan <laughs> um sorry if you're watching the audio version we're in the middle <laughs> of the front of our gym area or if you're listening to the audio version, you wouldn't be watching the audio version. Damn. You're watching it with your ears. Yeah, if you're watching this <laughs> with your ears, we're in the middle of the front of the gym, so we got people walking in and out. So, um, But anyways, yeah, so so basically you, you used some guinea pigs, and right. you said, okay, I think I can make this work. I think I can figure this out. I know that it worked on me. It's not rocket science. You don't right. need a master's degree you know, to, to be able to do this, um, and you want to help people. So... So let's talk. I want to talk about more once you started doing it with people and you started seeing results. Was that shocking to you or did you expect it or was it exciting? Like how like I knew it was going to work. I didn't know how the part you can control is getting the person to stick to it. Yeah. So part of it for me, like I knew the numbers would work, but I didn't know if I had it had what it takes to coach someone through it it doesn't work if they don't do it right yeah. so wait did you find that as a challenge for you to figure out how to get people to stick to it yes. like that's like i think that's a goals? big part of it and yeah. like anyone can come up with the numbers and get them close to what someone should be doing but being able to walk someone through the process and coach them through it and keep them motivated and and that's a case by case. Control like their emotions even about it is yeah. a huge side of it. I mean, that's that's just what a coach takes for anything, right? Like, right. I mean, there's plenty of programs out there that are great. Somebody can take someone else's program and use it and put it on one person and coach them properly, be a good life coach, if you will, with them, and they're going to see great results. And they can take the exact same program and fall completely on their face if, right. if they can't manage those people. So, like, yes, it's as simple as – Making sure you have the right amount of macros, protein, carbs, and fat. Making sure that you're in a deficit if you're trying to lose weight in a, in a surplus if you're trying to gain weight. But that's the easy part. And right. like you can do that on your own. But the reason why a coach is important, in my opinion, is that accountability and that kind of 
almost like a cheerleader. Yeah, like right. a motivator. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm um, more a cheerleader than I am a nutritionist. Yeah. <laughs> and that's fine. And I like it like that. Yeah. And well, you do one have thing a bow about on. <laughs> right. Yeah. One thing about my program that I like to tell everyone when they contact me is that I'm keeping it capped at a certain number all the time. Nothing beyond what I can handle because I want it to be personal and I want to be able to have that interaction all the time with all my you clients. You have to. Because that's the only way it's going to work. Because if, if you had um, 500 instead of 50 people, you wouldn't be able to talk to them on a regular basis right. and go back and forth with that. And I know you and Elise talk constantly on right. back and forth. <laughs> and she's, she's had up and down. Speaking of which, let's I, I want to talk about Elise's little journey here because oh. Elise is – um, Elise has always been strong. She was a cheerleader. She had an athletic background. She was in a um, wreck um, that uh, debilitated for a very long time. She decided to um, make a change and start actually doing things that the doctors told you not to do. And I, I can let you tell the story, but um, she's actually been uh, she's been on CrossFit HQ page before because of um, wow. what she's came back from. I didn't so know that. Nice. Oh, let's yeah. I, I want to hear your story real quick before we go any further. <laughs> yeah, so I got into a really bad car accident back in like 2003. Um, broke my pelvis in seven places. I broke five bones off my spinal column. Whole bunch of stuff. So doctors told me. You'll never be able to run again. You can't lift heavy weights. You can't carry a baby. You can't deliver a baby. All of these other things. And then um, I think it was like 2007, 2008, we discovered CrossFit and started lifting, started strengthening. And basically, I did CrossFit for a very, very, very long time. Started lifting heavy weights. And um, when that happened, all of my muscles and everything started strengthening. And I could actually lift heavy weight. I could run. You know, I could deadlift, I could back squat, I could do all of those things that the doctors told me that I would never be able to do, and it's basically because of weight training. So, um, I've been doing that. I haven't quit since 2008, something like that. Nice. Yeah, so that, so, so that was cool as far as, you know, her creating, you know, or basically doing what the doctor said that she couldn't do. So, that, that's a cool story wait, in and so of itself. So, what made you decide that that was the right way to, to try I didn't know. It was something different. So, like, I worked at a Globo gym at the time, and all I did was the elliptical and yes-no machines and all of that other – and none of it worked. Like, my back always hurt, and, like, I was just always hurting. Um, and then this whole new CrossFit thing, like, came open, and there was a gym that opened up, like, a couple miles down our house. I'm like, hey, why don't you try us for free for, like, six months? And we were like, Okay. So I started going in there and fell in love with it, and it just worked. I didn't know it was going to so work, just, but it was something, yeah, yeah, it was something different. You know, like I didn't have to think about what I was going to do when I was going into right. the gym every day. Like mm -hmm. they told me what to do. Yeah, I have to, I have to say that me being – I mean, I, I was there first. I was actually doing CrossFit at a regular gym for before – um, she started for a little bit at the regular gym that, that she worked at. <laughs> Is that awkward got, doing CrossFit at a regular gym? Almost got kicked out <laughs> quite a bit. And I don't know if it's less awkward or more awkward now, um, but, you know, then we're talking about the better part of a decade. Um, so CrossFit wasn't a big thing. Like, you know, not a whole lot of people knew about it. There's like, what the hell is that guy going so fast doing front squats and the push presses? I don't understand. Um, with the curl bar. So and uh, you know so it, it it was weird and then this like she said this gym opened up and um and we we went I went there and there was just it was just like just warehouse of just badasses I guess you know they were Freaks it was unite a, yeah it was um I mean I was definitely the the low man on the totem pole walking in there I thought I was this BA and um you know we had like they were firefighters and SWAT team guys and like <laughs> Marines and all that's all that was there like it wasn't a girl like now it's like the large majority of when you walk into a CrossFit gym if you go there during the day it's like soccer moms right, like right. it wasn't <laughs> like that it was like so but at the same time it was a very easy sell for for me to Elise to tell her to come because there wasn't all kinds of stuff on ESPN, you know, saying, you know, like where she could be like, that's ridiculous. I can't right. do that. She had no idea what she was getting herself <laughs> into. And, I, and she trusted me being her, you. <laughs> um, you know, husband or fiance. We were, well, uh, was, we were, married. We were married by that time. Yeah. We yeah. just got married. Whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll fight about that later. Um, but, um, but it was kind of an easy sell. And then, you know, and she, saw it she started doing good and um she's pretty darn competitive and there are a couple girls there that um that she was better than and there's a couple girls there that that she was wasn't as good at and so it helped motivate her and, and she did it so that was a physical you know the initiation there or whatever but we went through the same 
food kind of uh, paradigm oh. shifts as everybody goes through, I think, when they first, you know, do CrossFit or whatever. Everybody thinks they eat healthy. And then, you know, when CrossFit first came out, it was zone. So, zone, you know, paleo. Yeah, zone, zone paleo. or paleo. And there was kind of two different routes. And, um, <laughs> you know, so, you know, we, we did the whole zone blocks, things, this and that or whatever. And we saw some results. I lost a ridiculous amount of weight to the point to where, um, my family was concerned about me. <laughs> um, at least didn't lose quite so much. Got awful. a little bit frustrated about it. Um, tried the whole paleo thing back and forth or whatever. Saw some results. Um, but again, it was, it was, I think a lot of it, there was a huge deficit in calories from what we were used to taking in. And I lost a significant amount of, amount of weight, a lot of it being muscle. Um, Elise, she lost some as well, but not, but, but again, probably lost a decent amount of muscle, which granted you weren't really doing strength training previously or prior to that so probably not quite as much to lose yeah but um but back then at the food it was more of it was turkey and almonds turkey and almonds turkey and almonds i mean that was it (laughs) like you didn't have choice there was no like paleo you know dot com or whatever there there was was. there was rob wolf um was the first guy and that what's funny is that like this whole like now like there's a big like quality versus quantity and you know should we eat paleo versus like macros and and let's let's be clear like zone is pretty much macros, macros. Mm-hmm. It, it's pretty it's, it's just it's using the actual it's using blocks instead of using grams like if, if you're not if you're not yeah. sure what zone is you can go and check it out or whatever it's just dr barry sears kind of devised a different way about going about it and the actual the portions are different if you look, if you go to like if it fits your macros.com and you look up how many you're supposed to have versus if you go to the zone or zone diet.com or whatever it is um, and look at how many you're supposed to have, it, it's, it's trying to make it more even across the boards for protein, carbs, and fat, where that's not the case for if it fits your macro. So that's, that's I mean, the zone. The, the zone keeps it, try to keep it even. Yeah, I mean, in a, I mean, it's way more. You know, complicated. Yeah, right, in, involved in that, but yeah, um, but I mean, at this, essentially, it's it's counting protein, carbs, and, and fat. fat. Okay. That, that's that's pretty much what both of them are. It's not so much worried about Got calories. It. Just zone calls it blocks, macro, new, or if it fits your macros or whatever you call, calls it macros or Renaissance programming or or just macros right. in general, right? So, um, and I will tell you that Chrissy calls flexible dieting something different than if it fits your macros because. Technically, if it fits your macros, it's supposed to be like you could eat junk all day long. Yeah. And that's not the case with the program that I do, which is a little bit based on what she does because I'm studying under her a little bit. Um, It's supposed to be 90% whole foods and 10% whatever you want to fill it with. So this is geared towards athletes, Mm -hmm. whereas if it fits your macros, could be geared towards anyone and they really could eat anything they want. So this is 10% Pop-Tarts? Yes. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. So it's like at night when you're on your couch. Well, that's the thing is people ask me all the time. You can eat whatever you want between 9.30 and 10. (laughs) They're (laughs) always like, I could never do the macro thing because you're just eating junk all the time. I'm like, technically I'm not eating junk That's just the the only thing we get excited about. That's what you (laughs) post about. I'm not going to post my chicken and broccoli every day. Everybody posts their PR Right. Lifts on the internet. <laughs> they don't post the thousands of right. fails that they have. Right. And like they don't post their warm up sets right. on Instagram. <laughs> so, like I get excited so. if I have enough left over to have chocolate or something at night. Got it. Yeah. So, so I mean for the Yeah, so ninety percent of the day it's healthy foods. It's chicken and vegetables and rice and, and potatoes. And, yeah. and, and that's where the zone um talks about they have favorable and unfavorable fats and carbs right. and stuff like that. And they try to block it off and make it like very segregated or whatever. Whereas it's it's not necessarily Right. That with flexible dieting, with flexible you dieting. want to just look at foods as fat, carbs and protein. You don't want to look at food as good or bad and that's part of almost rehab for some people that have been used to being like i can't eat that that's bad like Mm. you want to get them out of that mindset so they can stick to this forever it is no absolutely and that right there is the most important part well i was thinking like the 10 percent, like you get excited about it that that helps you kind of go through all the healthy all the time right right like before before, like have cheat days like when i started i started a fat loss journey like back in september and like the first 60 days it was like i didn't have rice i wouldn't eat bread I wouldn't do pasta, you know, I had no, I wouldn't eat sugar, like I wouldn't, dr- I wouldn't do anything, like it was very, very strict, and I wouldn't be able to stay with that for very long, right. but you know, like I lost like nine pounds doing that, which is good, because I had a lot of weight to lose, and, like but it, mentally it was hard to stick to it? Or? Well, I mean, when you're eating nothing but, when you don't it. have, 
You can do that temporarily. Yeah, like that's why I never stuck to paleo or zone because it was the same foods. And I didn't have, I couldn't deviate from any things. It was like you had this bubble of food that you could eat. Right. And French toast wasn't in it. (laughs) (laughs) French toast is food for the soul. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. So, and and that's kind of the difference. And and again, um, going back the amount of food that you eat, like if say, let's make it really cut and dry. If we are going to create a period a uh, pyramid, there's a lot of, um, a lot of people do this or whatever. If, if you're trying to lose weight, gain weight, the most important thing is calories. That's the base of the period. And then above that would be macros, your protein, carbs, and fat, the quantity of each one of those that you eat. And then, um, and this is where a lot of people argue it would either be, um, timing or the actual call quality of the food. That's, you know, that's, that's very important. So quality is important. Like you can't just have, cheeseburgers every single day if it fits your macros and expect to be healthy you could have two and then you're done for the rest <laughs> of the day yeah oh, um, only two burgers oh, in a day yeah. Jeez, how do so you live? <laughs> <laughs> so i mean so you know and then when you actually eat it like are you eating a buttload of sugar right before you go to bed you know like and all those things come in tech and, and then you have at the top it would be like your supplemental stuff like if you're taking um fish oil or or uh, which technically would count into your macros or, or creatine or something like that. So, but you know, at the base is the most important thing. So while flexible dieting or any type like Renaissance um, periodization, while they're not saying um, that it's not important to have good quality food, they're saying that if your goals are aesthetics and losing or gaining weight, then it's not as important as most people are putting it up there. Right. So most people are just saying like, well, I, it doesn't matter how I can eat as much as many cashews and turkey bacon as I want because it's paleo. And then I tell them that they eat more fat than I do. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah. So anyways, and, and <clears throat> so, yeah, let's talk about that. I want to talk about <laughs> fat, man. That That's a controversy. <laughs> fat versus carbs. So most people don't um, understand how fat and carbs are, are kind of interchangeable. So... Um, how do you, when someone talks to you and they're like, man, there's no way I can eat all these carbs, right? Is, is that a common question you get when you first talk to In them? In the beginning, yeah. Yeah. So how, how do you deal with that? Like, Especially you, people that were paleo. They have a really hard time wrapping their head around eating a lot of carbs. And not What, as what is fat. a lot of carbs? 300 a day. Like, put that into a bowl of pasta for me. Oh. oh. Pasta is really high carb, so it's really not that much, but... <laughs> Um, like for example, I have Josh, my husband on a gaining plan and he eats 410 carbs a day, which is a lot of food, but man, (laughs) it's difficult for him to eat it all at 160 pounds. But Hey, you could have like 400 (laughs) jelly beans Mm -hmm. and you're good to go. Yeah. (laughs) If you, have you done this, you know, like the number, like one jelly bean is like one carb. Oh, I got you. Oh, so imagine just pigging out on 400 jelly jelly beans. beans. (laughs) So, um, sounds awful. Yeah. The first 200, <laughs> fine, but you know, after that. I can't handle that. I can't I do this flexible dieting. I 400 jelly beans. <laughs> Depends. If, if you, need, you need variety. If you got different flavored jelly beans, it's fine. <laughs> Mix the flavors together. Yeah. Like, make a recipe Create of jelly beans. Flavors, yeah. like, mm, apricot. Um, <laughs> apricot. <laughs> I don't know. That's the first thing that came to my mind. I don't know why. I haven't had an apricot, and, and I don't know if I've ever apricot. eaten one. Apricot. 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 Is that tomato? Is that tomato? an Orlando thing? Tomato, probably. Nobody says know. tomato, by the way. Ever. Yeah. No <laughs> one ever says thing. tomato. <laughs> if you do, you're lying. <sighs> you're an a hole. So, so that that's a common. And what else do you find is the most difficult task for you when people come to you? Because like, the main cool. issue all around men and women is trying to stay under their fat number. That's the biggest problem in the beginning. Do you think that has anything to do with the sudden like boom in the last decade of eat more fat, less carbs? I think carbs? it's half and half. Um, half the people are just so used to eating foods that are paleo or making recipes that are paleo, which are going to load up your coconut oils or all of the nuts. And I mean, it's healthy fat. It's omega-3s. It's good for your joints, but you don't need that much of it if you're going to be making up the calories with carbs. So that's 
one side of it and the other side of it are the people that were on no diet and so they're just used to eating whatever the heck they want to eat and they go Actually through the logging. Wendy's drive through and put that in my fitness pal and they're like oh shit I'm like well, you gotta look at it first <laughs> <laughs> let's have yeah you, you gotta have a plan right uh, in front yeah so, so it takes you, a good two there's weeks a, there's a lot of planning involved it's like, do you, I've always ex- explained it like just a bullseye. Like, you know, you, you're right here and you just, you try it and you're not going to, probably not going to hit the bullseye the first right. time. You just try and get a little bit closer. Like every Brittany time just started last week and she turned in her Excel sheet and I was like, what is this? <laughs> she was like, this was my training week. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brittany and I told Brittany, she talked to me about that. Brittany is one, is one of the um, athletes, individual programming um, for garageathletes.com and, um, she is extremely lean and she has a really high activity level. And I'm like, look, because she talked to you about wanting to do, I'm like, look, just eat enough. As long as you eat enough and okay, you don't get fat, a you'll lot. be okay. Yeah, <laughs> she's, she's, eating, eating, she's eating so much. So, and um, as long as her numbers don't start going down and as well, long as she up. doesn't lose her six pack. <laughs> yeah, so. But, um, but yeah, so so the fat and, and then just overall, you said my fitness pal. Is that what you have all your people yes. use? Yep. And you just have that you don't have any affiliation with them whatsoever, right? No. It's just a good app. I did see that they are partnered with Under Armour now, though, so that's kind of cool. <laughs> oh, cool. I didn't know that. So that's just an app that anybody can get on. Right, it's free. iPhone. Is it free? Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. And um, do you have a lot of people have problems with that? Like you said, just putting it in or not knowing um, how to use no, it? No, I have a really extensive instruction guide that I send out in the very beginning, and it goes through every step of how you use my fitness pal with screenshots of everything so i really explain it thoroughly how they use the oh, app cool. so that's really not a problem yeah okay cool so that's that's pretty good and it was it hard for you to get you're the type of per elise is the type of person that can do that because she's already ocd i can say that <laughs> being her husband so it fits well into her but have you had any clients people that you've worked with that they just can't wrap their head around it on a Actually, daily basis no. so far i don't i have 60 clients right now and not one has had a problem using the app so i guess i explain it well <laughs> explain it well cool well i was wondering because i mean you can explain it well but like i don't know that i could physically get into get that it, it, get, it, like having it with me and just always putting the stuff in there i mean I yeah guess my instruction guide i've got screenshots of every page within the app and each page i'm like this is where this is gonna go and this is where you need to write this number down from so yeah so do you now that you have you say you have around a little bit over 60 clients mm-hmm. um are you a little bit more picky about who you take on or are you still just completely open like do you have an interview process that you go through i do not um they contact me and i send them a flyer about my program and basically everything kind of they would be expected to do and what they would expect from me and just usually go from there cool i have really anyone in my program i have some soccer moms that do zumba classes and i have some grid professional athletes so it's very broad spectrum and it works for all of them so cool would you say that most of the people that you're doing on on what percentage of people are trying to lose versus maintain or gain weight i was actually surprised um at the ratios i thought it was going to be majority lose but i probably have uh sixty percent that are trying to lose, um, and about half of those, at least, are trying to go down a full weight class in weightlifting. <laughs> um, the others are Elise being one of them. <laughs> the others it's already are gone down. What two weight classes? Three. Ah, three. congrats! Yeah. <laughs> one more to go. One more to go. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other half, um, majority, are just wanting to eat to perform, which is awesome. I think they don't care about the scale as much. Um, they still track their weight to see how their body's responding, but they want to fuel better. And I think that's really cool to and see. And for you, how is that different? I mean, for you being the coach, for people trying to maintain, um, do you just play it by ear? I mean, are, are there, is there a different kind of, I guess, um, help me out here. Is, is there a different kind of program that you go through that you think about? Um, um, for everyone, I calculate their daily expenditure and um, – that would be what it would take for their calories to maintain every day. And then I go from there based on their goals and we'll either go up or down calories. And I start out pretty cushy either way just so they can get used to counting in the beginning. So the first couple of weeks, most people don't see a lot of results unless 
they were just eating far from that and like i had one girl lose six pounds in the first week just because she was eating so different that her body just was like so happy what, right away what was the difference was it less carbs more carbs yeah very carb restricted or? so yeah. you're almost in like a starvation state and then if you make your metabolism happy it's gonna burn like crazy right away yeah um, so if they just want to fuel to perform, I try to stay around the calories that would be maintenance, but I still want to change their body composition in the process. So the first goal is hitting the protein number they, w- they need to be hitting, which is probably number two on the list of things. Fat would be the first thing that's the hardest, and then protein would be the second. Most people don't eat enough protein. so Eat enough protein. Right. Is that, is that girls, though? Yeah. I feel like a lot of guys probably eat too much protein. Yeah, easy. Some um, of them. The only person I've had that's too much protein is actually Lee from Coffees, and she's trying to go down to 53. She just is meat-obsessed, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That's really the only time I've had that wanting to go over on protein. So That's interesting. (laughs) Not not enough protein. Yeah. So what do you tell them to do for that? Because, I mean, it's got to be hard to say, oh, hey, by the way, you need to add six more chicken breast every single day into your diet without <laughs> adding more fat yeah without yeah without because it's pretty much gonna be fish or, or chicken or turkey you know or like lean, yeah, yeah or lean, or lean turkey yeah lean or, red meat or protein powder i was gonna say yeah. do you do you do you put them to protein powder kind of immediately to make it easy at first um on my instruction guide i give out a list of like top 10 foods they need to know about and protein supplements are one of them but i have some people that don't want to take any supplements which is totally fine i have some people that want to eat 100 percent whole foods i have some people that don't care at all so i try to gear it to whatever they want it to be so if they don't want to eat protein powder then i give them other suggestions that would be to fill that and if they don't want that then you're like look asshole you're gonna eat egg whites all day (laughs) (laughs) french toast which i don't do meal plans but at the same time, I do a lot. Yeah, that's of interesting. I know, I know a lot of a lot of um, people that do this. They do okay. You need to eat this, 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 and this at this time and that or whatever. And while that's very specific, that's really good. Have you found you think maybe that you've had a better um, um, what retention rate and people yes. actually sticking with it because yeah. you're not making them do it at a certain time and this right. and that. So it actually is more flexible. Right. And I, I explain that to them. Like if they ever ask me, why don't you suggest you're car- not doing it to be lazy timing? Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Not at all. Um, it's all about being flexible and life gets in the way too. Like I don't want to make a program that is going to make living your life not as enjoyable. I don't want to do it. Right. I don't want someone to think about food all day long unless it's just they like food. I don't want them stressed about food all day long. Like, oh, my God, I didn't get my carbs in time. I don't want it to be like that. I want them to be able to go to social situations and plan to hang out with their friends and not be on a rigid diet. Like, I don't want my program to be like that. Yeah, absolutely. And that's interesting that, you know, that it's like that and that you've magically had such a good success rate with everybody as far as retention and people staying with you. And I'm sure that that's got to have something to do with it. Right. Because I know that if you were and some people want that. I remember we were talking to was it Jessica Phillips um, and, and she was like, I want to know exactly what to eat. Yeah. And this and that. And I want it <laughs> made for me. And this and that because she's that type of person. But right. most people aren't like that. Jessica's a high level athlete. And that's just the way she is. Most people aren't like that. They don't want to be told exactly what to do. You know, right. th- they want to be able to go to a Mexican restaurant and have like cheese. Yeah, dips and, and a chips lot of people kind want. of freak out at first, like within the first week, because they feel kind of like they're treading water and they don't know what to do. And then the next week, they're like, "Oh my god, this is my favorite diet ever." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> once I found- they realize they're in control, and I get so many inqu- inquiries that are like, "I want to have control over my life again and not look at food as bad." And I'm like, well, that's my number one goal is to teach you what's in what food. So eventually you can do this without even counting at all. Yeah. Because for me at this point, I don't even have to use my fitness pal you every day because exactly I know what eat. is in what food. See, unless- I think we talked about that before. Cause I was like, you know, I know you can't program my food or my macros when I'm like 60. Right. You know, so. <laughs> well, maybe. Right. The, by then, but there'll probably be like some kind of ESP thing yeah. where she but could just go like this. If and you touch didn't your have head. specific goals to drop like weight, but you she's could do it that way. Me, but she's helped me to have like a better relationship with food. So, like before, I wouldn't eat French toast three times a day if I wanted to. But now, like, it's like my favorite food in the entire world. Or we're going out to eat tomorrow. So I plan ahead, I plan my food, and I eat, you know, whatever I wanted. So I have a better relationship with food now. 
than I did before. Yeah, before I started programming for Elisa, I told her how many carbs she was going to eat a day, and she was like, I've not eaten that in a week. No, mm-hmm. ma'am. No, ma'am. <laughs> she was like, I am not eating those carbs. And I was like, yes, you are. She's and like, I'm not doing it. <laughs> and, and now, and then once I got like to a 63, I was really excited. My metabolism was working. Like I was eating 200 carbs and I was still losing weight. And now I'm trying to drop a weight class and I only get like 140 on rest days. And I feel like I'm in starvation mode. <laughs> and before yeah. she was eating like 50 grams of carbs and like thinking oh, wow. she was... And I'm eating too much. Too much yeah. carbs. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that's that's funny. Speaking of that, wh- what are you going to do for your job when they create those little nanobots that you can put into your body <laughs> where you can eat whatever you want? And then once you hit your perfect macros, it just excretes everything else out. <laughs> Wasn't there a that would tapeworm be amazing. pill like that? <laughs> Maybe yeah. I'll invent that and yeah. not need a job. What <laughs> <laughs> are those fat blockers that? Who was the it? Fat blockers, was Cat, Cat Williams. Williams that, like, no. It's a fat blocker. No. no. <laughs> You're not <laughs> allowed. <laughs> not allowed. Um, oh man, I forgot what I was going to say now. <laughs> I had something else, but I felt like that stupid joke was more important, <laughs> obviously. No, I feel like that was very valuable addition. It was a very valuable addition <laughs> podcast. Um, man, I forgot what the hell I was going to say. Does anybody else have anything? Well, yeah, I was thinking actually when you were talking about it. So one of the valuable things of this is you're, you're giving people like, it's almost like they're, they're learning what, how food works exactly. more than yeah. just like. Well, what's bad? What's good? You know, right. so, you know, like you, you understand what it does. And so that right. just makes it a whole lot easier yeah. eventually when you get there into the understanding. And I have a lot of people with very specific goals. And obviously the higher level athletes are going to want to have a coach for longer than those that are just learning about food and trying to drop weight in general. Um, so there's a lot of people that I know will want me to program for them for a long time. And there's a lot of people I have that they're like, teach me everything you can teach me. And then I want to be able to not count my macros and keep a healthy weight. And I think that's totally doable. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, you being like going right back to the coach, like rather somebody, you're going to kind of explain how to do it right on the front end. So someone could take it, use you for a month and then say, all right, screw it. I'm going to do it on my own. But the reason why people don't do that is because of that extra element right. that we talked about earlier. And something a little different about my program, I talk to all of my clients every day in some way, shape, or form, um, either answering questions or I send out emails every day. Um, I send out tips on counting, um, new recipes I've tried, uh, things I've found that just have great macros. Like, So I want that communication with them all the time, even if it's in a mass email. Like they... So at the end of the week and they're checking, they're like, thanks for sending this one out. I use that. And I think that's awesome. So they're always having contact with me instead of just like, here's your numbers. Talk to you later. Go yeah, have there's fun. Still, <laughs> there, there's Go still eat. value. Yeah. And, and, and it is, it's, it's always going to be a learning process for everybody. I, you know, we, so uh, a, another individual client that we do, we don't do for garageathletes.com. We don't actually do macro counting um, itself, but we do have individual programming and we do macros for our individual athletes just, you know, as part of it or whatever to a lesser probably extent than, than you do. Um, and I remember I've got one specifically, I won't name their name. I'll use, I'll use the pronoun game too. I won't say Mm -hmm. he or she, um, but they went out and, um, they, they were doing very good. And then they went out one day and, um, had a blowout at, um, at a, I think it was a, a Chewy Changa um, mm-hmm. Mexican place or something Yum. like that. Didn't count any of it. And then they emailed back and they were like, I gained seven pounds <laughs> and I still haven't lost. And I'm like, that's, that's because you, A, you haven't been on it all that long. Right. And B, you, you know, you've been so used to it. You have to at least put it in there. Right. Be aware of it. Like you were talking about that before. Like, be aware of it. Eat what you want. Have a chimichanga, but don't have six of them. Right. <laughs> like, because all of a sudden your body's going to be like, oh, crap, what are we doing here? Let's bloat. You know, like, mm-hmm. like there's so many other things that go on. So that consistency is, is, is way more important right. um, than probably anything else. Because, I mean, diet means way of life, right? Actually, in or Latin or whatever, where the, where the words derive from. So, but people think about it as 30, 60 days at a time. Right. Like, you have to come up with something that you can do until you die. And that's the only way that it's going to work. Right. Um, and that's why I feel like doing something flexible like this is the easiest way to do it because sure. it lets you live your life. Yeah, because so. yeah. as soon as you start torturing yourself, it's only a matter of time until you're finished doing that anymore. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah, if, if you put anything on someone, and we do this with anybody at the gym too, like when people come in, they want to get it all. They want, I want this, I want to mm-hmm. go over nutrition, I only want to eat, you know, turkey and almonds and broccoli, <laughs> and I'm going to come in, you know, 13 times a week, and, and I'm going to, I'll be, you know, and, um, and what, what the problem with that is that it's cool. They'll see some results really quick if they do that, but either A, coming in 13 times a week, they're probably going to get injured unless they were a professional athlete previously, but, um, and if they're a professional athlete, they probably already have abs and they probably <laughs> don't need to be here anyway, whatever. Anyways, um, but it, yeah, it's going to be, yeah, sorry, ADD squirrel. Um, but you're going to have people that carry that like a burden and you can't carry something that feels like a burden for an extended period of time. Right. Right? If you feel like there's a weight on your back, you're going to be waiting for the excuse or for the reason or for the time to unload that. But if you slowly build it up and people see improvement and you get them addicted to a program or you get them addicted to this and and then they're happy, then they no longer see it as this burden that they have to bear and they see it as this this continual journey that they can keep taking and keep improving on. Now I've got a question about the macros kind of system. Is it does it only work if you work out? No. Absolutely. So even if you don't work out, it still is beneficial. Right. Well, you won't get as much food right. if you don't well, yeah. work out. I mean, that, that seems pretty obvious. Yeah, because <laughs> you have something called a total daily energy expenditure, right. TDEE, okay. and um, depending on what yours. So I have a questionnaire they fill out, and they tell me basically every detail about their entire life, and that's how I come up with that number. And if they sit on the couch all day or if they work in a sedentary job all day, like it doesn't matter. And do you have clients like that? Yes. Oh, cool. Yeah, like like Caroline goes here. She sits in her job all day, but then I factor Lighting. in that. Yeah, I factor yeah. in that she comes in here every day at five in the morning and does CrossFit too. Right. So it's like every single person's expenditure during a day is different. But it doesn't matter what they do. Like you just have to be in a deficit if you want to lose weight, or you have to be in a surplus if you want to gain weight. Sure, yeah. that's awesome. And there's all kinds of other factors that go into that, like age sex right. um you know and and what they've done in the past i mean did they just start working out right were they a college athlete you know so i mean there's there's a bunch of different things that go into so that's why it is important you know at least on the front end and even beyond that like i have to learn as much as i can about them just to know like two people habits. could do the same crossfit workout and one burn a hell of a lot more than another based on how much they put into it so i have sure. to kind of understand how much gauge how much they're going to push in their workouts, too, because right. that makes a big difference, too. That's, that's part of the questionnaire, just right. like how hard do you work right. out. Right, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's why those calculators that are online that you can get are good, but they're a good base, and that's just a place to start with. Right. Right? Like, it's it's not something like – it's not as easy as you go to that, put that in, and you're going to keep losing weight because as you lose weight – That's just the your, standard. Yeah, as right. your TDE changes – you're going to have to change your macro account. Right. And that's why it's important to have somebody who knows what they're doing that can kind of go back and forth with you on that. Um, like and, my know. client's numbers change every week because I want to do new numbers off of their new weight and their new, oh, like what, that's intense. what their program changed like the week before, like Brittany. Are they on a taper? Or yeah. Something like Brittany that? has this extreme program. And so I kind of want to see every week what she's doing because it's if it changes, that's going to change her calories a lot because she's eating such high volume. Like if she took a couple days where she was maybe laying low a little bit on a down part of her cycle, I don't want her eating like 500 extra calories for no reason. So that's why I change it every week. And that's week. still a point somebody who wanted to get on their own with this. Would they, would they be able to figure that kind of stuff out too? Or is that it's more hard. beneficial to have somebody that's, from the yeah. outside? Yeah, especially like for athletes, that's where the benefit of having sure. a coach is. Yeah, I think it, I think if you're the same way if you're coaching someone else or whatever, like I, I can't do programming, like actual training programming for myself. I can't do that because I take my own personal emotions into consideration for it. And if you're writing a workout for yourself, there are very few people that can write an efficient training program. And for do it. You. Right. And, yeah, <laughs> and, and do it. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I could write a program out for myself. I'm not going to do it. Right. But if, if I had someone else write it out for me, then what if for whatever reason, like that, that animal instinct brain or whatever, like you're, you're – you're much more likely to do it. You could write a program for the same program for you for someone else, and they'd stick to it. They would stick to it, and they would see results, and then I would try and do it, and I would die. (laughs) And partially because I'm out of shape. But, you know, also... Yeah, badass. Yeah, anyways, yeah. So, all right, so I want to go on a lightning round. All right? So... I haven't told you guys about this. It's a new segment. <laughs> We're going to ask. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to ask a couple of questions, and I want you guys to um, to shoot back. And don't worry. It's not like calculus or anything like that. Okay. <laughs> um, so um, f- 
favorite concert you've ever been to? Fuck. <laughs> I don't know. What's their... Are they local? Yeah, I was going to say, are they? I don't know the name of that band. So we'll start with Elise. Favorite concert I've ever been to. Yeah. Oh, man. We've been to so many. It doesn't have to be with me. I might get upset if, if it's one without me. It's <laughs> like, yeah, this ex-boyfriend of mine, we went. It was really romantic. We went to see John Mayer. No. Oh, that, no. We saw John <laughs> I know Mayer. We saw he was John awful. Mayer. He was fucking horrible. Oh, gosh. <laughs> John Mayer. Um, man. We didn't pay for tickets, by the way, guys. Don't stop listening to the podcast <laughs> because we went to a John Mayer concert. That ACDC concert was pretty badass. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they, they were old. They were um, old. But they still um, bring it. Thrice is a really good one. Yeah, I could see that. How we've been. Really I mean, we've just been to so many. No, yeah, so I think oh, the Avett Brothers, that Halloween special. See, but that's three. That's not one. Well, I can't help it. I can't pick just one because they're all so good. No, so I think you. I, I'm I'm satisfied with your answer of ACDC. I mean, yeah. that was a great one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a great They had one. a freaking train that they came did. out. They like, did. It was like a 30 foot tall train. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it wasn't like there. Like, it was like they had done 10 songs and all of a sudden a train, train showed up. <laughs> like, they just kept the it in the back. Yeah. Like, We're not going to keep it the whole time. Yeah. We only need it for a little So bit. Kristen had to leave and she <laughs> came back. Did you have to, like, look at your phone through all the concerts that you've been no, to? No, this water cut. I think I just peed, like, three pounds. <laughs> <laughs> that was fast. Sweet. <laughs> Real Kristen's, Kristen's going to be a 53 for Nationals. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so what, what would you say your favorite concert was? Oh. I know you're into EDM. Oh, actually, yeah, I was going to say Cruella that I went to last year, but now on my 20th birthday, we went and saw City Sleeps, which you're the only oh, person I know yeah, that knows that band. band. Very yeah. few people know that band. I don't. Are, they're not together anymore. No, though, right? they're not. Yeah. But he pulled me on stage, and I got to sing in the mic, so. Oh. And oh, it was wow, so loud, cool. I couldn't hear myself, so that was good, that's too. Cute. Yeah, so it probably sounded <laughs> amazing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, so what um, favorite... Favorite food, singular piece of food, um, since we are talking about the macros here, if you had to pick one piece of food that you're going to eat for the rest of your life, and macros be damned, just the actual, your favorite food, what would it be? Not chocolate. That's At gay. the moment, French toast, because I toast. literally have ate it every day for like two weeks. You okay. were talking about French toast I love it. Uh, quite passionately before we started. Yeah. It's so amazing. <laughs> Constantly Especially talks about it. Yeah. Constantly eat it. Is this a new thing, or have you always been into the French toast? No, it's new. Oh, Ask right. me in like a month, I'll have a new favorite yeah, meal. Yeah, it changes every day. a lot. It changes. Yeah. It's yeah. like before I was eating oatmeal and protein like every day because it was no, great. French toast is way better. Mm. French what toast. about you? Well, you'd think I would say Pop-Tarts because that was it for a long time, like a really long time. Yeah, which Pop-Tart. That's which where you I, got the nickname I still Pop-Tart. love Pop-Tarts before working out. But what kind of Pop-Tart? Oh, the red velvet. It's red velvet, okay. That's Wait, are those I, th- new? I thought it was a brown cinnamon sugar. Velvet They've had them for a little while, but mm. they're really good because they're cream cheesy tasting. I'm not up on the Pop-Tart game too much. Oh, my gosh. So. They, they have – Pop-Tart um, tip. Come on. They have ice Nick. cream sundae. They have s'mores. Yeah, they're getting pretty ridiculous. They have They used to be like strawberry and blueberry. Like those are gross. Like, like like I don't even play with those. Well, <laughs> Well, like they used to like, like try and give you yeah. the illusion, like it's part of a balanced breakfast. <laughs> you know, like trying to give you the illusion that they're healthy is like, oh, it's got fruit in it. Oh but my like, gosh! No, now speaking it's just of cake. that, I saw yeah. these um, sugar-free Reese's and sugar-free York peppermint patty, and I guess the FDA made them right underneath sugar-free, not a low-calorie food. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! It's not That's a funny. diet food. Yeah. Okay, back to my favorite food. As weird <laughs> as this is, since I've been counting, I started craving like creatine. Because I was eating such lean meat for so long when I was cutting from 63 to 58, which I did in way too short a period of time. So I, like, never ate red meat during that. I never had a hamburger in my life. And then now I cannot stop eating burgers. Like, I think your testosterone is just higher, so I you're more of a man know. now. I don't know. Because <laughs> your, your voice has gotten a lot deeper. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. She will text me and be like, Anyways. I'm just programming my burger. Oh, yeah, by the way. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm now. We were supposed to say at the beginning of the podcast, um, and with a disclaimer, that Kristen Pope is not a four-year-old girl. <laughs> oh, yeah. Contrary to If you're listening to the audio-only version, <laughs> she is, perspectives she is like, a oh, legal adult. She can drink. At bars, oh, yeah. My, my voice on these things sounds <laughs> a bit I do macro. <laughs> I do macro counting, and I sell lemonade at a lemonade stand. <laughs> um, so, all right, cool. So, next one. Uh, what is currently? I, sh- I don't even know why I'm asking you this because <laughs> I watch it with you every single night. What is your? What's in your Netflix queue right now? 
Blacklist. Blacklist. The number one in the blacklist. Yes. Yeah, so how you like that? Where you at in it? Um, we just finished season one. Yeah. And now we're stuck because they're like in the middle of season two now. Yep. Oh, I gotta wait. Oh, so you gotta wait. Yeah. So, so we gotta find something else. Yeah, you need to start something that's got like six seasons oh, yeah. so you can binge. You <laughs> For know? sure. Well, the problem with that is if we start something. I am something, binge Netflixing lately. Yeah. Bad. yeah. <laughs> if, if you start with something that's in the fifth season, then like it's over by the time you get into it. It seems like all of our favorite shows, they Yeah, end, you gotta give canceled. up on being like in the, the pop cultural, social, right. in the timeline. You just gotta just get rid just of that. Just be like so four years binge. ago. <laughs> yeah. 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 Just go see what was, good, what was cool four years ago. Yeah. So what what would you say? What's in your queue right now? You say you've been it's binging. Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy, yeah. really? We yeah. I just we weren't able to love that show. We tried, we tried and just we didn't really try. Just we started had some season friends. four. It's like one of my favorite shows. Has ever. it finished yet? Is it still on TV or is that one done? It just finished a couple months ago. I think. You know what's really hard for me about Sons of Anarchy? And we only had we had friends that were really into that it. That guy Jax, he's hot. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you watch it. Yeah. See, that's, I'm the opposite. I can't watch it because I can't help think anything but Peggy Bundy. Because that? that chick, well, see, there from you go. There's the age children. gap. Uh, she was a mom for married oh, with no, children. Oh, no, I didn't know that. And head. she was in that Conehead show. Conehead show? Conehead show. Oh, I don't it was know that from one. when I was, like, little. They oh. were, like, dinosaurs and they had cone heads. She was the mom on that, too. Oh, but she didn't, She was just doing voiceover work. You're talking about, mm, talking no, about dinosaurs? No, I think they were in these weird costumes, yeah. Oh, I don't even The remember. show Dinosaurs? That was no. a great show. I don't remember. Great we're going to have to IMDb that. I don't yeah. know. We'll put that in the show notes, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Very important. We'll, we'll get to the bottom of it. Oh, man. All right. Uh, and um, last thing, if, if you had to name one person that was the most inspiring person, um, you know, high up there for you uh, in your world, just in general, it doesn't have to be in fitness or anything, the person that you would say you look up to the most in life, um, what would that be? What person would that be? Do I have to go first? Can I think about it? Because putting me on the spot like that. Well, I just want to jump in real quick. Well, Elise is me. I, I love your survey, your questions, mm-hmm. and they're all like food, concerts, something. now something really deep and <laughs> yeah, serious. Yeah, I, I like to end with Catch something. Catch them off guard, like, much. They're like, yeah, I can yeah. answer these all day. What? Yeah, I was like, whoa. <laughs> People might hear this. I don't want to leave anyone yeah. out. Influ- <laughs> you have to choose just one. Yeah, and it can't be Jesus because. All right, well, mine I mean, is Chrissy Mae Cagney. And somehow, some way, I am now working with her, and it's just like total, like a dream country. Part of a dr- part That's of awesome. my dream. So tell us a bit. So anybody who doesn't know who that is, tell us a really quick synopsis of who she is, what she does. Um, Chrissy has a really cool story. Um, she used to be had a very bad relationship with food, and she did coke for a long time, and she like not diet but regular cocaine. Oh, okay. Coke plus. <laughs> <laughs> Zero. Zero. <laughs> and she got clean and found lifting as part of a way to do that. And I think she's just so cool for doing that. She does powerlifting now. She competes. She's uh, trying to go to powerlifting worlds. Um, she started her own company, the Donuts and Deadlifts, which is now my sponsor. Um, she's one of the big pioneers of the if it's your macros, flexible dieting, pushing that into CrossFit and weightlifting. Um, so she's kind of like the original of all of us that are doing that now. And she's covered in tattoos and she just does whatever the fuck she wants and i think she's just really badass so that's pretty cool so you're working with your idol yeah that's that's pretty fun really cool cool. since day one stepping into crossfit gym i've looked up to her the whole time and she actually contacted me one day and was like you're just so inspiring i love what you're doing and i was just how was that conversation That was funny. Yeah, I got a chance to meet some wrestlers a while back, and I was, you know, I'm I'm back into wrestling now, like pro wrestling, by the way, um, and uh, not as much as I used to be when I was a kid. You know, I was just like every typical kid, especially kids growing down like in the South, like in Florida, um, and you know, I watched all these wrestlers, and um, you know, they were my idols. And then I got away from it for probably 15 years. I didn't, I paid no attention to it whatsoever, and I got a chance to do some work with some with some wrestlers um, that I, that were my idols for, you know, for many years. And um, when I first met them, it was really hard not to be like starstruck. Right. And like, you know, it's like they're older now. So it's like, there's this, it's this weird, like, a little twilight. more human now. Kinda. Yeah. It's like, and I'm growing up. It's like, it's like, so it's not like they're still my idols, but like, it's almost like I got shot back 15 years. Mm-hmm. Like when I first met them, like, Oh, oh Hey, right. how you doing? Like you think about your child stuff. You're yeah. like, I never thought this day would come. 
Yeah, so yeah, and I, mean, I haven't gotten to meet her in person yet, and all uh-oh. the Donuts and Deadlifts girls are going up to her place in New York next weekend, oh, so sweet. I'm stoked. Oh, yeah, that'd be great. So have we stalled enough yeah, for you? Yeah, you did. <laughs> so I thought about it, and it's, you know, it takes an army for me. Like, I look up to so many people, but I think the one most influential person that's been in my life recently is Justin. You can't count you. I knew that was coming. You can't count. I can't count. You want to go out on a date? Mm. (laughs) Um, I'm going to, I'm going to give a shout out to my dad actually, because that man has changed his life so much over the past, like 60 years. We've got to have him on the podcast. You know, like he, over the past, like several years, he has very been very influential with me, especially in how like I live my life, um, how I approach life. And because I'm a very like close, I, I was very close minded. And now like I'm pretty open to pretty much everything now. And he is just he's he's been a great mentor to me over the past several years. Yeah. I've, I've so, got, I mean, and, cool. that, and it's yeah. not just like I mean, he's very supportive and like lifting and he's very supportive, like in diet and he's very supportive just in a lifestyle in general. So if I have to pick like one person for the entire umbrella of my life then he would be that person he is definitely in in my eyes and i was just just to come you know go further on to what you were saying and i know it's not my question to answer but um i definitely agree and that that's an awesome that's an awesome thing to say not just because he's your father because he is a very good example of how how much someone can change yeah right like exactly. I, know, I know you guys didn't have yeah. the, the best relationship growing up and he was like as about as stereotypical as you can get i mean he was he was a police officer um his name's mike weaver a and, um yeah he was <laughs> a you know, meathead and like just you know everything you can imagine um and he'd been married a lot of different times and this and that um you know multiple bad endings and marriages and then he just he completely decided to change his life and his name's not mike anymore his, his name is now it's officially elmo shade which some people is like oh that's a silly name or whatever cool. but um you know he's got a really cool story I actually i really really want to have him, have him on the podcast because he's he's retired um he's retired from two jobs i think yep, and, and he, he started his own business. business um that's a very inspiring business it's actually very relevant to um, fitness in general, but it's it's a mindfulness um, yeah. um, business, uh, mindful cool. mindful foundations, mindful t- foundations. Yeah, also. and um, yeah. and yeah, we're definitely gonna have him on the podcast because uh, you know that's kind of a buzzword now, and just being constantly aware because of the age of the cell phone sure. and just constant like disengagement with society and things like that, or w- with individuals. Like, um, I'm sure you guys are sitting in your car driving, listening to us right now or whatever, instead of talking to the person that's next to you in the car. <laughs> don't well, you stop. better be. Yeah. If you're not, stop talking. Yeah, don't start doing. Don't stop doing that yet, because we haven't talked about our sponsorship. <laughs> but um, but yeah, there's some really cool stuff, and he's really helped a lot of people. He has this amazing outlook, and he's just completely changed in my in my opinion and um and i agree i, I look up to him a lot yeah. myself so well, you definitely need to uh send this one to him he's gonna live here in the end oh yeah i know yeah I know. <laughs> this, this would be like he's gonna be like oh guys this here's 20 oh. bucks <laughs> here's a little gas money yeah, here's a little gas money um but yeah cool well that's that's all i got um you guys got anything else i think it's been a really cool podcast I'm good stuff good i got N- nothing nick thanks for having us on yeah anytime guys <laughs> to my place whenever you want <laughs> Uh, Kristen, let's, let's, is there anything you want to plug, um, and social media and all that kind of stuff? Um, if you don't follow me on Instagram, you should, <laughs> <laughs> it's K R I S one zero Pope P O P five, eight K. And if you want to check out my website with my nutrition information for the program, it is www.barbellsandbows.net. Yeah. And who told you to start that blog? Um, that would be Mr. Justin Metz. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I gotta take credit. By the on way, that. I'm really pissed at whoever out there has barbellsandbows.com. <laughs> well, maybe they'll they'll, just they'll for go the record. They'll go just away. Just for the record, I'm really pissed. mad. <laughs> but yeah, I just started my website and it's up and running. And you can send me an inquiry through that now. Cool, good cool. stuff. And um, was it Donuts and Deadlifts? Yes, Donuts and Deadlifts is my sponsor. And they just released some skins tights yesterday. And if you want 15% off, promo code Pope. Oh, cool. Awesome. Nice. Good Your stuff. own promo code. Nice. nice. <laughs> High level stuff right, right there. Well, I, w- I want to have her on too by the time. Yeah. By the way, if she, if she ever gets a chance to come up here, or we're taking a road trip this summer, maybe we'll go up. Um, we are sure. going down to um, where's she based out of? She's in New York now, but she's moving to Reno. Okay, Reno. She's so opening a brick and mortar gym in Reno. We're going out that way. So, yeah, absolutely. Cool. So, anything you want to promote, Elise? 
I mean, I'm not a sponsored athlete, and my Instagram is just filled of random weightlifting and my kid. So promote French toast. It's really nothing too exciting. <laughs> well, we, so we we can promote your. You, you we should can go check work. out her I Instagram do. and see how far she came yes, though, because it's look. a very inspiring story. Yeah, you can look at my Instagram. I don't even know what my Instagram name is, but <laughs> I think it's like Emets. Or something like that. But so, um, Eli, this is something we I, didn't say. This I is something do, we didn't say. I do work for Barbell Shrug. Yeah. <laughs> so um, definitely check out their website. Got to give them cool. love. Daily. Know those guys forever. Yeah. And they, they do what we do and even better. So, totally. I mean, I've, I've no yeah. completely humble in saying that. Um, if you have, if you're not for some reason already listening to that podcast, go check them out. Elise does do all the behind the scenes stuff. And I think Rob calls you. What the glue that holds the? I am. <laughs> Doug has called me the jelly in their jelly donut. Oh, <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> so, and I'll give a shout out to their barbell bikini program because that's the program that got me started. Yeah, yeah. You and started out. You started yeah. out with that for a little bit, and yeah. then um. And actually, I kind of wanted to talk about that. We'll talk about it another time or whatever. But interesting and like the programs that people use and they're worried about what kind of programs are you use you need a good program but yeah. i think you're proof in saying that it's not all the program it's it's mainly the actual nutrition part of it it's it's yes. so much more important because you did that for a little bit you did the gym's regular programming and yeah. now you're kind of just solely doing weightlifting with some conditioning yes. um that um that our weightlifting coach here is doing um, so, I mean, it's, it's not so much the program. You need a good base. You, you want to make sure you're not spinning your wheels and doing something stupid that's going to hurt yourself. Right. It's all about but, nutrition. Yeah. I mean, all if you're trying it. to, if you're trying to lose weight, it's way so, more important. I lost I say. 22 pounds. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Good pounds. You didn't, and, and you weren't fat to begin with. I know I'm your husband, no, but no, you weren't. And I'm not your husband. And you she's lost her, like the same amount in body percent fat percentage yes. which yeah, is even she's bigger lost wow. a, a buttload yeah. of body fat percentage and uh, and her lifts have all gone up she just hit um the snatch has been a very very difficult and she's thing gonna for her, <laughs> she's gonna try to make the american open this year yep we're Drop. gonna try all right well, you're just killing it well you know crushing it <laughs> crushing it you're gonna be we're gonna have to sponsor you through garage athletes I need a Would sponsor. that be illegal? Like since you're like mm-hmm. since you're married, like we sponsor so. you. I think you can make I mean, your own rules you when it's all me? yours. We just won't tell anybody. Well, I'm, I'm going to give you a place to home. stay. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll give you a place to stay. <laughs> <laughs> then take uh, the deal. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. As always, uh, garageathletes.com. Go check us out. We got a lot of really cool stuff um, that are coming up right now. We got a store that's gone in there um, that started um, with, with just some shirts, but we're going to have some more products and even some programs available for you soon. So keep uh, checking that out. We're always putting new content up there. So keep going back to garageathletes.com and check it out. Um, on social media, we are at Garage Athletes on Instagram and Twitter, and we're on the Facebooks as well. <laughs> um, and if you want to get some really really cool video work slash photography work done on the side nick has his own company as well and where can they go to to check that out coalescefilms.com yeah. it's the worst name because nobody knows how to spell it c-o-a-l-e-s-c-e films with an s at the end that's it <laughs> that's cool all right guys that's it we'll see you next time later OAM Audio is all original podcasts broadcasting weekly from Memphis, Tennessee. OAMAudio.com. Power to the podcast.